Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite Golf Packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome to Coach's Corner on 96.9-94.9 FM, The Drive. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola, and we're going to get right into it with some Raider updates from camp. And we have associate head coach. I didn't know he was associate head coach. Uh, coach Bishada talking about um, punting. Uh, Raiders have two punters, left foot and right foot. Because the ball spins differently from a left foot and right foot punter, which which is, I mean, and he'll talk about it. It's all about analytics and stuff like that. So we're going to bring you uh, this interview. This was courtesy of the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, um, we're excited. Obviously, that we got that Dom all last year because of the protocol rules, and, and um, we got him back yesterday. He did tested a bunch, and he got a chance to, to come in and take care of his business. And I think he went five for five today, well, if I'm not mistaken. So he's really improved. Um, we're excited that he was still available for us to come over, and hopefully, we get Daniel healthy at home and, and get him back here. And he did have a good day today, so we anticipate him to keep, keep him. Or if uh, Vinny Bosco or the Las Vegas Review Journal. Um, I like the haircut. I uh, appreciate it. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, but, um, you guys have drafted a lot of players that you know have futures here as starters and whatnot, but for right now, special teams seem to be there for a dish. How does that come along with some of the first and second year players kind of views, guys like that? Yeah, um, you know, we're, we're always looking for guys that can do a lot of good. You know, the defense mentality, what else can I do besides play out of line back in the corner? So I think we're excited about the new group for sure. And we have a few guys from um, last year's group that were tentative with the play last year. He got banged up a little bit, and David White was in some and out some. So um, I think they're all on the come right now. Uh, we're really still in shorts. It's hard to evaluate the guys that just got in shorts. We're really looking for guys that know what to do and then they can play really fast. So we are excited about the group we have. We're really respectful knowing that we have to build a new unit. We've lost some really key guys that we had here in the past, and so I think. They understand that they, uh, they're under the gun a little bit to improve quicker. Um, so we'll see how it unfolds. But we do like to play with them. You guys were green shorts this last week. But what, what do you really look for in terms of the 
Yeah, I think eyes, body position, and then the ability to know what to do so you can play really fast. You know, we're putting a system in just like offense, just like defense. We're a whole part, whole theory, right? We're throwing a lot at them right away to see what they can grasp, and then we'll come back and slow down a little bit. So right now, we're just we're pressing them to play really fast and know what to do. And that's kind of the, be in the right body position, be on the right guy, be in the right position on the field. Kind of those are the things we're looking for them to do. If they have a lot of missed assignments in the system we're putting in, it's hard for them to get fundamentally better or it's hard for them to play fast. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, it's going to kind of be a little bit slow doing it. So we're kind of looking for that. Right now. Sure. Look at the analytics. With the way the new kickoff rules are, uh, starting at the 25, and some of the analytics say, hey, if you can get them after 22 or 21, that changes the dynamics of scoring type thing. And, and what's that fine line between challenging them to take it out and stopping them before that 25 or kicking them out of bounds? Yeah, without giving away a lot of stuff, the analytics is a part of everything that we do now, so we're certainly um, respectful of that. And, but as I'm kicking a quarter row Patterson, you know, it's, it's taking it out nine deep. So sometimes the analytic part don't really work for it. You know, and, and um, so it has a lot to do with who's back there, how good are the blockers in front of them, what kind of kicking team are we right now? You know, where are we with the ability of keeping guys inside the 25 or inside the 20. So I think it's personnel driven to some degree when you're talking about kicking it to players like Tyreek Hill and Woodrow Pat, those kind of guys. I think it's a little bit of um, personnel driven. Where are we compared to the guy we're covering? And when you flip it to our standpoint, you know, we had Wayne at one time here and we were pretty good. And so where are we compared to the guys that are still playing against that are covering? So analytics certainly a part of it. We look at it every week. Um, field position is critical for us, as we all know. But for us, it's a, it's a little bit personal. Just the USA today. I'm sorry. I'll talk a little louder. Because Levi Damien for USA Today. Uh, just before camp started, you, you would let Everly go. You find him for the season. Talk about what went into that decision, what you were going to practice and wait for him. Yes, great. Yeah, again, we had a chance to have. Um, down for a long time. We actually felt like we knew where he was. I like we like to have two punters in camp if we can. And the other thing about course is he can kick off. All right, just like Dom. So they're <coughs> not off of Daniel kicking off in preseason. We love to have two punters, especially if we have one that's a lefty and one that's a righty. Waitman's a lefty. We got a chance for our guys to catch, you know, with the lefty and a righty. And we also have a chance punt protection wise to be able to do that. I think Corliss is a tremendous young talent. He's got a big leg. Um, so I think that was kind of the motivation behind it. Wanted to try to get two punters. We've got to practice punt every day. We've got to build a new punt unit. We lost the entire, you know, for the most part, right guard and right tackle from a year ago, personal protector. So we, we need to do punt every day, do a good job of rebuilding our punt unit. I wanted to have two punters in order to do that. And having a lefty and righty, a good advantage to us. How pleased were you with your, your punt team in general last year? And what's, what's AJ's next step in his Yeah, you know, last year's over. And, we didn't win it all, so I'm not pleased with anything, to be honest with you. But um, I think the progression for us as a unit is not only how we play in the red zone, I think AJ's really working hard, and how he played well in the red zone a year ago. I think we think he can play even better. I know he does as well. Um, and then field position-wise, we're backed up, you know, to play the field, direct the ball to some degree, or again, try to force a fair catch. So we didn't think we punted the least amount of times maybe in most of franchise history a year ago in the 40s, and because um, we're playing that well on offense, so where we are in the field is critical for what we can do as a punt unit. You know, we gave up too big of a play against Buffalo last year, and we're trying not to do that. It's dovetailing and not really being you know, satisfied with what you guys did, obviously, but 
How much pride is there with Daniel leading the league in scoring? Yeah, you know, pride's a funny word. I'm really excited for Daniel. I have anything to do with it, so not, not really a pride thing. We're, I think we're all excited about, again, what he did, but I think Daniel's also respectful of the year before wasn't what he thought it should be. So, again, no disrespect to a year ago. It's over, and it's really about today. You know, what we did today, and then when today is over, it's really going to be about what we're going to do tomorrow. Right? It's all about our, our actions the next day. We have to be consistent, put it together day in and day out and day in and day out, or else you're just a guy. You know, if you do it one day, you don't do it before the day. So we're looking for consistency from everyone. When you jump back into the way back room this year, how's that been for you? What are your impressions of that group so far? Yeah, well, certainly it's a good group. And, and Tim Burbank and I had the opportunity to do this um, together in Tampa before. Tim's the lead dog. I'm just on the back end, just paying attention a little bit more on the grass, maybe have something to say about ball security or something like that. Tim knows the offense inside and out. I'm playing catch up a little bit. Um, but again, we've done it before. Coach Gruden does so much work, you know, so much work here with the scripts and having the meetings that he has. And so it enables me to kind of be a part of both without taking away from the special teams. And then Tim's really running the day-to-day -day operations and all the meetings and, and uh, individual meetings and um, the team meetings, the positional meetings and the group meetings. And I'm a little bit more on the grass, ball security, maybe, and maybe just a note here and there. But it's Tim's lead I'm following him. Number one, he loves football. He's got great size. He's built for the position. He's got tremendous balance, tremendous vision, and eye contact. He can play in third down out of the backfield. So I think, you know, he's, he's just what you're looking for. And you know, we helped ourselves with the other group that's in there. Jamie's been a good player for a long time. Certainly it's exciting to get Drake. You know, I've known him for a long time. I've come out of Alabama. So it's a good room. We have young guys that are pressing. Um, to learn and to practice a little bit better too. It'll show up hopefully when we get in pads, we'll see what kind of backs the young guys have. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank That's you. All right. Thanks, everybody. And welcome back to Coach's Corner. We've got some other Raider updates. So a couple interesting things. Mike Mayock uh, has been tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, he's been fully vaccinated. Uh, he will work from home. Uh, during his kind of quarantine. Uh, Raiders fan, the Violator, is enterly, is officially entering the Hall of Fans, uh, and that will be at the Pro Bowl. Um, so the Violator, and we all know he's the one that's dressed up with the spikes, and he's been doing it for years and years. We've had him on our show. Really nice guy. Uh, is joined by Arizona Cardinals fan Christy Brown, Cleveland Brown supporter Ray Prisky, also known as Show Dog. Um, Former Raider star Howie Long nominated the violator for the position. So uh, congratulations to him. And the latest rumor is now because because of the Wentz situation with the Colts, Marcus Mariota. Name is popping up as a potential trade to the Colts. Um, he just restructured his contract last year. He was due like $11 million under his former contract. And the Raiders didn't want to pay that. So he ended up redoing his contract. I think it's only about $2 million right now. So unless they're getting a hell of a deal from the uh, Colts, why would you trade him? I mean, you got to have a good backup, and he's proven that he's a good backup for Carr. Um, and we'll see what happens with that. But that's the latest rumor there. So Mike Mayock... Um, in quarantine for COVID, 
the violator going into the Hall of Fame at the uh, the Pro Bowl Football Hall of Fame. He will be inducted into the Hall of Fans. And Marcus Mariota potentially being mentioned as a possible trade uh, with the Colts. You're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Bob, quick, the neighbors, there they go again. Every weekend, and they're gone for the night. Where do you think they go? Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? Go ask them when they get back. They're back. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we can afford $99. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And all of our shows can be found on the Internet via a number of different uh, links. You can go to SoundCloud or Anchor directly, and there will be Coach's Corner there. You can go to my Facebook page, Jim Bola, or my Twitter account, CoachBola52, or you can go to HighwayRadio.com. Scroll down to the bottom right-hand corner of the page. There will be a Coach's Corner logo. Click on that. That will take you to our SoundCloud account for Coach's Corner and we appreciate everybody listening to that. So, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, interesting article about Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel is a player for the Buffalo Sabres who is not happy with the Buffalo Sabres. He wants to leave them, but there's a problem. He's got an injured neck. The Buffalo Sabres will not sign off on the surgery that he wants to get done. Um, so they're kind of going back and forth. They don't think it needs to have surgery. His people are saying it needs to have surgery. I spoke to somebody the other day that um, had a hockey uh, writer that covers NHL exclusively. And he said, and, and this is just, again, this is a rumor. The surgery they're looking at doing on him is kind of comparable to the Peyton Manning surgery um, that he had um, so he could continue to play. Aisha's contract is $10 million. And the Buffalo Sabres, he's under contract for the next five years. That's $50 million. So some teams that have been interested, supposedly, according to uh, – uh, the rumors out there, the Rangers, the Rangers have salary cap to do it. Um, the Minnesota Wild. Now, here's the one that's really interesting. The Vegas Golden Knights. Currently, right now, the Vegas Golden Knights are about 31, 32,000 over the salary cap. Uh, the article that I read said that they'd have to make some moves, and they were talking about Alex Tuck. Still doesn't come up to $10 million. You're going to have to make a bunch of moves to come up for $10 million for a guy. You don't know if this surgery is going to work. Um, you know, they, they got rid of Marc-Andre Fleury for seven, but then turned around and brought in a bunch of players to eat up that seven. Um, you know, 
re-signed some people, which is good. The big question is, did they get somebody that's going to make them better? Did they get somebody that's going to be able to score goals for them, you know, at the end of the season in the in the playoffs? Which, you know, the last two years, they've had a scoring drought in the playoffs. Um, so it's going to be really interesting. And now we're going into a full schedule with the NHL. Uh, you know, you've got to back up now to Lerner. And we talked about this yesterday. Um, he's not Mark andre Fleury, the backup. Uh, you know, God forbid Lerner is, is out for an extended period of time. Like last year, he was out for about a month with a concussion. Uh, big, you know, controversy about that because no one would say anything about it. Um, you know, have the Vegas Golden Knights made themselves that much better to win the Stanley Cup? I mean, getting in the playoffs is one thing. Getting to that next level, getting to the finals, they did it the first year. Got beat by the Washington Capitals. Um, Ovechkin has re-signed with the Capitals. So he's off the market. He was a guy that I had heard rumored that the Knights might be interested in. Um, he signed for a little less than $10 million. Uh, but he's, you know, he's in his 30s, mid-30s. So we'll see what's going to happen there. But... Again, Vegas Gold Knights supposedly in the running for Jack Eichel still. Kelly McCrimmon said, and we had the interview, oh, we're done. We're done making moves. You know, but his last kind of sign-off was, that doesn't mean the phone might ring, might not ring. So it'll be interesting. I mean, to, to clear $10 million in cap space is going to be a bunch of players. Uh, you got Riley Smith on the last year of his contract. He'll be an unrestricted free agent next year. Uh, his name's been mentioned as a possible trade. Uh, Alec Tuck was mentioned in this story that I read about uh, Eichel. Alec Tuck just underwent shoulder surgery. He should be fine, but he won't be ready until training camp. Uh, it's about a six-month process, so actually he won't be ready until after training camp starts. Um is that a commodity you can trade, a guy that's coming off of surgery? There's a lot of questions there uh, for that. So uh, I don't think the Knights are in, in the running for Eichel. I think if they were in the running for Eichel when they got rid of Flurry's contract, they would have been able to make some moves there uh, to get really serious about getting Eichel. But again, I don't know what his injury is. All I know is there's a conflict between Eichel's people and the Buffalo Sabres over the potential surgery to get this neck corrected. Um, and we'll have to just wait and see what's going to happen uh, with that scenario. So um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with, uh, according to Ben Ghost, they are 37000 over the cap um, with Patrick Nolan unsigned. So they're a little bit more than that um, over the cap. Uh, not much in, in hockey terms. Um, so it's going to be interesting. They got rid of Cody Glass, Tom Nosek, Ryan Reeves, you know, fan favorite, Ryan Reeves, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, Nick Holden. A uh, lot of moves. A lot of moves. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens um, 
with the Las Vegas Golden Knights in their quest to take that step to win the Stanley Cup. You're listening to the Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel in Mesquite, Nevada. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is a fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. Okay, we've got some updates happening with college football. So SEC Commissioner uh, Bob Bowlesby and Pac-12, new Pac-12 Commissioner George Klevenkoff, formerly of MGM Sports and Entertainment, are meeting today to talk about all these mergers. So a lot of things up in the air. Um, will they merge? Are they asking for a halt to everything? Um, Pac-12 is still intact. Big 12 is kind of limping a little bit from some deflection, defection, sorry. Um, say they merge. Who becomes the commissioner? And what's it going to be called? <laughs> you know, um, the big Pac-12. <laughs> um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, that meeting, what the outcome of that meeting is. Uh, another one that I've heard is uh, George Kalavnikov is thinking of moving the headquarters of the Pac-12 to, guess where? Las Vegas. Evidently, where they are in San Francisco is ridiculous as far as what they're paying in rentals and things of that nature. Um, I know under the former commissioner of the Pac-12. Uh, I spoke to somebody that uh, in the know. When they renewed his contract, part of his contract is that there is a condo in San Francisco that is made available to him so he doesn't have to go home. He can just go from the office to the condo to stay. Um, I can't imagine what the cost of that condo is uh, in San Francisco, downtown San Francisco. Um, but George Kalafnikov, if I'm saying it correct, is seriously thinking about moving the headquarters of the Pac-12 to Las Vegas. Now, you got to remember, he's had a lot of interaction with the uh, Pac-12 in MGM with the basketball tournaments. Uh, before he came to MGM, he was with Major League Baseball. He's got a lot of television experience. 
So um, it's I think it's a good thing that he's the commissioner of the Pac-12 currently uh, because once their television rights come up, he will know how to negotiate a good deal. Now, are they going to expand? And here's the big, my biggest concern. Will UNLV be in the future for expansion? Okay, the old BS excuse, well, you're not a tier one research institution. Can't have you. It's out the window. They are that now. Now it falls back on again, as we've said, I don't know how many times we've said this. Your football and basketball, what do they bring to the table? Football hasn't brought anything to the table. Basketball hasn't brought anything to the table in 12, 14 years, 16 years since Lon Kruger was here. Um, we want Aurora to win. We want Kruger to win. We want all the programs at UNLV to win. Um, you know, and it would be great for them to get into a Power 5 conference with all this realignment. But, you know, it's a game of musical chairs now. When the music stops, you better have a seat because you don't want to be on the outside looking in with this new potentially Power 4. Not Power 5 anymore, Power 4. Uh, the other news is one hundred, all 100, or not 100, all of the FBS commissioners are going to have a meeting to talk about all of this. So it's going to be really interesting. That, that means Craig Thompson is going to be involved. The presidents are going to be involved in this meeting um, on how this is all shaking out. Now, this just goes back to the fact of, number one, what people don't understand is, as far as the Bowl Championship Series uh, situation, the NCAA has nothing to do with that. That's a that's its own entity. That's its own entity. Um, the NCAA does have enforcement rules for football and, and with the un institutions. Now, if they get to the point where we're going to have these Power 4, Power 5 conferences, the mega conferences, the quote-unquote NFL formula, NFC, AFC, but in college, um, are they going to have their own sanctioning bodies? There is also a meeting called by the NCA to talk about the specific topic, um, which is going to be really, really interesting. <coughs> I mean, the NCAA, I mean, you you got to remember, look at the last CEOs of the NCAA, starting with Walter Byers. I mean, that's how old I am. He was the first guy. Um, they pay their people pretty well. Walter Byers had a $1 million interest-free loan that didn't require a payback. And it was back in the day when a million dollars was a lot of money, not like today. You know, not like today. A million dollars is nothing today in college sports for, you know, football, basketball coaches, ADs. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see with, with these meetings that are up and coming, uh, another thing is Florida State and Clemson are putting feelers out to join the SEC. Clemson going to the SEC would make a lot of people in the ACC happy. Open up some things there. Uh, another thing that's come up is Notre Dame. Notre Dame seems to be like the golden apple. Notre Dame's not going anywhere. They've got their own television deal. Um, they make so much money, they give money back to the institution every year. 
Um, they're committed to the ACC for their all sports except football. Football, they're staying as an independent. Now, will Notre Dame, and I think they would be one in favor of expanding to 12? Because right now, Notre Dame, even though they get included in that group of, of the uh, college football playoffs, they're still kind of the stepchild. They're going to be put in positions where it's not favorable for them. When you go to 12, they're going to be right in a mix with people. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with all these things happening with, with football, the changes that are happening with Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC in the 22-23 season for play. Will there be more? Will there be a merger with the Big 12 and the Pac-12? What's happening with Conference USA? Um, bigger question for us. What's happening with the Mountain West? Going to be interesting to see how things shake out. You're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Welcome to Coach's Corner, and we've got a great guest here, Julia Abuzide, the general manager of Mesquite Gaming Casablanca Hotel and Resort. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for having me. Now, we've got some great news about the Casablanca. You've, you've, you've kind of just swept a bunch of awards here. Um, in the Review Journal's annual Best Of, correct? That is correct. The Casablanca Resort received the gold award as top destination uh, for uh, for our hotel and our property. That's awesome. Very thrilled about that's, that. That's the best you can get. That's the best you can get. So It's an amazing recognition for, for our property. Well, and, espe- and, and especially who you have to compete against because you're competing against the big boys down here in Las Vegas. That is correct. So that that is totally awesome, awesome and unbelievable. Yep. So um, now one of the things, and some of the, if people don't know, you offer everything at the Casablanca. You've got gaming, you've got a world class spa, you've got unbelievable dining at Catherine's. Uh, that that in is, in of itself has received a bunch of awards. Correct. So Catherine Steakhouse yep. won the silver award. That is correct. We took a uh, silver award in fine dining. Yes, and that's awesome. And also, Casablanca is one of the top 100 romantic restaurants in the country, uh, correct? Four years in a row on open table. We're very thrilled about that prestigious honor. Yeah, that's that's great. And if you haven't been to the, the restaurant, it's unbelievable. Service is great. Food is unbelievable. And right now, we're finishing up stone crab season. we got about another couple, three weeks maybe of stone crab and they have their stone crab flown in fresh daily. And it's unbelievable. Um, and, and along with the other, you have great wine selections, but the thing that's really amazing to me, very, very economical for anybody that wants to come and, and have a great meal at a very good price compared to what's happening down here in Las Vegas. Absolutely. Catherine's is a very affordable, fine dining restaurant, uh, great steaks. Uh, we have great seafood, and we're just thrilled that we, we have that recognition on the Silver Award for the fine dining, and, and we took bronze also for best date night spot at Catherine's. So <laughs> super excited about all the awards that, that P-Gaming and Casablanca took from the Best of Las Vegas. And it's definitely an experience you have to, you have to go and, and visit it. It's a great experience, a service is outstanding. Food is great. Um, your wines 
your wines are compared to what's the price of a bottle of wine in Vegas would be fifty percent, maybe. Oh, absolutely! You could get two bottles for the price of one out here in Mesquite. <laughs> right, right. So, um, so again, if you get a chance and you're up in up in the Mesquite area, stop over. Go to you got to get a reservation though because they they're packed. They they we, sell out quick. We do, we do. Yeah. Sure. Now you've also got some additional awards. You got some bronze awards. For the Casablanca Resort and Casino, right? Absolutely. The Casablanca took bronze in a few different categories. We took best of golf course at the Casablanca Golf Course, uh, best family and friendly hotel. You know, pool season is here. So, and the pool is heated and open seven days a week now. Uh, great staycation. We're only 70 miles outside of Vegas. So, you know, head north on the 15 and, and you've come to a great little spot for a little R&R. Right, and you've got you've also have the best family friendly hotel, best romantic spot, best spa and salon, and your spa is basically it's a world class spa. Let's be let's be real about it. It's a world class spa. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a nice uh, ninety nine dollar package out there with a hotel room and a and a fifty minute treatment out at the spa. It's it's top rated spa and very affordable. We're very happy to have uh, that amenity out here in Mesquite. And your sister property, the Virgin River. Got the Best Destination Casino Resort Award in the Bronze Area, too. Yeah, the Virgin River is a little bit more kid-friendly out there. We've got a bowling alley. We've yeah. got an arcade, a uh, bunch of things for kids to do, and, and they're also pet-friendly out there. So, you know, Virgin River is definitely uh, definitely another uh, exciting uh, award out there for us. Yeah. So just, just to recap again, you received the Gold Award in the Review Journal's annual Best Of for the Top Destination Casino Resort, which again, when you're you're playing against the big boys, how did you do this? What what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're thrilled. You know, our little gem in the desert out here is, it was recognized for such a prestigious award, and and you know our staff, we've got 25 year plus employees out here, so they do take pride in, in this award as well, and we're very fortunate to have those people working for us. But it, it's it's definitely uh, such an achievement and amazing status for us. Uh, especially over, you know, getting through this difficult year. But we did it here in Mesquite, and we received our gold award. Very happy. Yeah, it's, that's a that's an outstanding award, and I, I, I want to compliment you and your staff and, you know, all your support people there. And um, and, like, and like I said, people people are missing what is there. I mean, you got to go up and check it out. It's an unbelievable place. It's not It's not overwhelming, but it's not tiny. So it's right. kind of a, 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 a the right size. Everybody's is friendly. Um, the the rooms are great. The food is awesome. Even even your daily restaurant. It, yeah, our, our cafe our cafe is great. We have daily specials. We have uh, Chinese specials. We have uh, authentic Chinese chefs cooking in the kitchen seven days a week. Uh, really happy about that. We have a, a steak and, and lobster special in our cafe which is an, an amazing, uh, amazing meal as well. Right. So if you're interested, you can get, call 877-GETAWAY. That'll be 877-438-2929. Or visit mesquitegaming.com for all the information about the hotel, the spa, the golf course. Like I said, it's a one-stop destination for, for whatever you need. It's Whatever you need, it's there. They've got it. They've got it covered. Yes, we do, and we're very happy about that. So come on down to Mesquite. And uh, check out the Casablanca Resort. Well, we want to thank you uh, for coming on the show and letting our 
listeners know about the the awards that you've won in the Great Hotel. Been talking with Julia Abuzide, the general manager of the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Thanks, Coach.